Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. <laughs> nice to see you. I saw my hat was all flipped up like oh, a, I was like, like a goofball. I was wondering why that always makes you giggle to let people know where we're coming from. You're a giggler. Just in general, you're a giggler. No, but it, it also it'll pop up and then I'm trying to figure out where am I going to say we're from today because, um, you know, I like to keep it. We're just two regular people following Jesus, folks. <laughs> Apparently, some people think that we're giving off the impression that we're scholars. We're absolutely oh, really? not. I think that that's, I think that's quickly dispelled after listening to us for a couple <laughs> minutes. But dispelled listening to me. <laughs> we absolutely love the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's what we're trying to share here: is the trials and tribulations, the joys and the victories of a life following Him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, go to re resurrectministry.com. That's where you'll find all of our content for the most part. And um, just go there and per peruse and share with anybody in your family you think may um, you know, get closer to God or needs to just know who God is. Because, yes, um, he'll meet you where you are. And with what you said, I mean, that's important because I, I, I think also people, other people that may be watching that may have that one foot in, one foot out type of thing and wondering if, if, what they're thinking and um, what they're concerned about and their struggles are, and they may feel alone. You're not alone. No. <laughs> I just heard the, uh, the Holy spirit talking to me the other day and I completely ignored him <laughs> and just kept on doing my fleshly things. And, uh, but I repent uh, for that. And very, and last night we had an amazing night last night at our, um, uh, our small group. Life group. Yeah. Group. And uh, wow. we'll share a little bit about that after Smith Wigglesworth. Uh, and so we are reading from Smith Wigglesworth devotional. He is awesome. And uh, it's for, wait a minute. Don't tell me I made a mistake. Hey, we're going to Oh do... yeah. We're going to have to come back online in a little yeah. while. Cause we're one month behind. <laughs> we're one month behind. I, we had to get a new computer cause the other uh, computer we had kind of did a little glitchy thing. And in my haste of setting everything back up again, I happened to click on February 29th. So let's pretend for today because it's really a good one. It is. <laughs> and you know what's funny? We probably had to skip over February 29th because it, it doesn't sound familiar at all. Yes. But somehow we missed it. So, hey, this is a comeback. Uh, and so we may have to come back and do March 29th later on when if we have more time. Well, because February 29th is leap year day. So yeah. oh, maybe we missed it. That's very cool. So sorry, folks, even those of you listening on the podcast, we're going to go to February 29th. We're going to go back in the time machine. It doesn't <laughs> exist. And it's called, Is Anyone Sick? Uh, God, for some reason, wanted us to read this today. I'm not sure why, but here we go. The uh, reference is Matthew 8, 16 uh, through 17. They brought to him many who were demon possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet saying, he himself took his infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Again, that's Matthew 8, 16 through 17. Mm -hmm. The scripture reading for today is Matthew 25, 14 through 46. Smith says, is there anyone sick in this place? This is what I ask when I go into a sick room, <laughs> which is a hospital, probably hospital room. Right. Um, uh, and said, uh, and why did I say that? Says Smith. I will tell you a story that will explain. My daughter is a missionary to Africa. I am interested in helping to support missionaries in Africa and all over. I love missionary work. We had a missionary out in China 
who by some means or other got rheumatism. I have no word for rheumatism. Rheumatism, cancers, tumors, lumbago, neurology. Neurology. Yeah, that too. I think it's like fibromyalgia. I think it's the nerve pain. Okay. All these things I give only one name. The power of the devil working in humanity. All these things can be removed. When Jesus went into Peter's house where his wife's mother lay sick, what did he do? Did he cover her up with a blanket and put a hot water bottle bottle under her feet? If he didn't do that, why didn't he? Because he knew that the demons had all the heat of hell in them. He did the right thing. He rebuked the fever and it left. Uh, we, ought, we too all ought to do the right thing with these diseases. This missionary came home to Belfast from China, enraged against the work of God, enraged against God, enraged against everything. She was absolutely outside the plan of God. While she was in Belfast, God allowed her to fall down some steps and dislocate her backbone. (laughs) Dislocate her backbone. Others had to lift her up and carry her to her bed. God allowed it. Be careful about getting angry at God because because of... (laughs) Something uh, because of something wrong with your body. Get right with God. On the day that I was to visit the sick, she asked me to come. When I went to her room, I looked at her and called out, is there anyone sick in this room? No response. Is there anyone sick in this room? No response. Well, I said, we will wait until somebody responds. By and by, she said, yes, I am sick. I said, all right, we have found you out then. You are in the room. Now the word of God says that when you are sick, you are to pray. When you pray, I will anoint you and pray for you, but not before. It took her almost a quarter of an hour to yield the devil and such such possession of her. But thank God she yielded. Then she cried and cried. And by the power of God, her body was shaken loose and she was set free. This happened when she repented and not before. Oh, what would happen if everybody would repent? Talk about blessings. The glory would fall. We need to see that God wants us to be blessed. But first of all, he wants us to be ready for the blessing. God wants you to have a living faith. He wants you to possess a vital touch, shaking the foundation of all weakness. When you were saved, you were saved the moment you believed. You And you will be healed the moment you believe. If you believe, you can be healed. God means for you to believe today. God means for you to be helped today. Thought for today. God's word can bring things to pass today as it did in the past. Oh, there's so much here. (laughs) I'm so glad that we made the error. I made the error. You had nothing to do with the setup. I did. (laughs) Um, That we're here because um, it speaks to much of the stuff we've been experiencing the last couple of days. What first comes to you when you uh, hear this devotional? Uh, the admonitions. I'm big on that. Um, that's just what I'm walking through these days. That he says, like, don't get angry at God. Like, be careful about how you speak to the Lord. And I, I find that sometimes it's such a travesty if people don't read the Old Testament because they're like, oh, we're under grace. We're under the new covenant. They just want to read the New Testament. But you can't see uh, the full spectrum of God's love 
and rebuke and wrath. And, you know, God is a jealous God. He is a mighty God. He, he demands the price of sin because he's just, and that never disappeared. Just because Jesus Christ came to pay for our sins, that doesn't mean God changed. God mm. never changes. So we have eternal security in our salvation because Jesus Christ bore our sins. We repented and turned to him. But all the other qualities of God are, are true. So do we curse God? Do we yell at him? Do we? No, mm. you can't do that. And if you do, guess what? You know what I mean? Like you have elder pay. And God would tell those kinds of things. He was telling that um, one of the scriptures that stick to me is when God was ad admonishing Joshua when he goes into the promised land because Moses wasn't allowed to go. He traversed the desert for 40 years. And at the end, the Lord mm -hmm. killed him right on the other side of the, of the river. Wouldn't let him cross. And so Joshua, if you turn back, I'll destroy you. You know what I mean? If you, if you revert back to your old ways or to the ways of your people, um, I will destroy you. And I got to say, you know, I, I mentioned it last night in our in our small group where the Lord was like, you know, when I was going through, we were going through this difficulty, the Lord's like, I'm not playing around with you. You know what I mean? Like this is a, we are we are in a, you are in a covenantal relationship with me and with your husband. And I, you, you're not going to meander off and find some other way of doing this. This is this is where we're going. And uh, that's what the Lord will do, C bringing this around to, to sickness. If you don't, he will make you sick. <laughs> he will bring you to your knees one way or another um, because he loves us. And oftentimes people don't realize that. They think, oh, my God, to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're just like, well, wait, have you thought about why God is doing this to you? And it's so interesting that this lines up with the devotional from yesterday, which was March 28th. And this is February 29th. I know. I, this is really odd to me because I swear I looked at it. I, have, I looked at it on two different computers. There's no reason why we should be reading oh. this today in error. Is it in error? Nope. Um, the other thing I want to clarify, and a couple of times you said that God, uh, you know, will do this thing or he will punish you. But Rebuke I, you, not punish. Yes. People don't like the word punish. Yeah, me either. It, it, it chastens you. But I'm wondering, because I think Smith even points this out in the, uh, in the devotional, where did my mouse go? There it is. <laughs> um, when he talks about, um, let's see. Go down here. God allowed her to fall down. Yeah. While she was in Belfast, God allowed her to fall down some steps and dislocate her backbone. What I understand is that God, God didn't like stick his foot out and trip her. Right. But we, he has his hand of covering over us. And when, when it's necessary, he will remove that hand and say, you know what? Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, if you want to do this on your own, Let's allow you. I will allow you to experience what happens when Good you do this on point. your own. I will allow you to. Yeah, I see this disease coming your way. I'm going to allow this to hit you. To see. As opposed to him proactively yes, giving you he cancer. Doesn't go, cancer. Zap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't go COVID. Good. Nothing. That is, I like that. 
Um, Absolutely. And the thing that I think about, and I just wanted to go through that because I remember even Jack, Pastor Jack Hibbs over at Calvary Chapel talking about that, that, that handed covering. I believe it was him. Again, mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it might've been Mark Driscoll over at, at Scottsdale, Arizona, who talks about these very things, but it's, it's this, this, this covering that he has, as long as you are in, you know, in the word and you are following God's word the best that you possibly can. It's when you continuously go outside in your flesh and ignore, ignore him when you're walking up an aisle at church and he's talking to you. Um, but I, then I want to come back to the part of where I, I think where she had to finally give in to Smith's calling out and saying, is there anybody? She's sitting right there, right? Yeah. Is anybody sick? <laughs> and here, and she's going, and finally she goes, okay, I'm sick and I need your help. I need God's help. I need God's covering. Yeah, she didn't want. Um, when I was in the hospital with COVID uh, for that week and, uh, and the doctor, the very gloomy doctor, you know, told, shared with you, we're not sure he's going to make it. Yep. Uh, the other thing that I realized later on as we begin to learn more, and this is where we get pulled off of YouTube and we get pushed down in the rankings, is that remdesivir was one of the things that they were giving me. And we're finding out now that they believe that remdesivir is one of the things that was causing people to, to have more problems. Really? Yes. And um, why were these things wrong with remdesivir? There's something about it. It, it, it. I don't know all the ins and outs, but I, oh. there's many doctors said that was not that we, Yikes. That, you know, the Kaiser was using this as a treatment and it wasn't doing what they would hope that it was. Doing. And it was exactly. only Kaiser doing it? Not just Kaiser, but Kaiser was, <gasps> and Kaiser gave me a ton of remdesivir every day. Yes. Can we sue Kaiser? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Well, we could. I don't, I don't know. No, because but, we have but no I want to get to my point is that I've told people and shared with you and shared with everybody that will listen that my time in the hospital, not because it was Kaiser, it's because I was, I was so close to God in that hospital. Yes. I was spending time in the word every day. Not because I, it, it was, it was so different. You would think because you're ill, it's like, if you have cancer, you, you suddenly, okay, I need now to believe in God. I need to now read every word of God. The good news for me is that I had accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Uh, I wandered around for a little while, but then he, when I finally gave in to, uh, you know, that I, I no longer need to be within my flesh, that I need to spend more time with God and spend less time chasing women, spend more time with God, spend more time, you know, less time cussing God about my situation and realizing that it was me that already began that process. So right. by the time I had got COVID, I was already beginning to study his word. It's saying I didn't allow the fact that I was sick and did not blame God for it. But I, I took, you know, this is an opportunity. And this is one of the things I shared. I remember on one of the posts, I go, this is an opportunity. I have nothing but time to spend with God. As nice. opposed to, I have nothing but time to spend doing other things. No. Yes. I spent more time. I, I've shared that the doctors would come in and the nurses would come in and say, oh my gosh, out of all the rooms we come into, we love coming into your room because you're always doing, you're always spending time with Jesus when we come in here and, and, and had the opportunity to share with them. That's sweet. Uh, the good news in the end is that that time um, with God, I think was one of the, 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 the times that he put his hand over me and said, I see what you're doing. Yes. I understand, um, that you're scared, but feel my love. And Absolutely. I did, there was no time really. I can tell you this with great honesty, as much as they were saying that COVID was a death sentence when you got to a certain point, 
that I, I was going, oh my gosh, I feel so blessed. Well, and also as worried as I was for you, I didn't believe that you would die. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just, we just gotten started. Like <laughs> that would be so yes. weird of God to do. Like, why would he shove us together in this miraculous way? We could like, okay, fast forward and then be like, oh, I'm going to kill him. It, it, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. That's not going to happen. Yes, we got some confirmation from Mindy. Mindy Holmes. Uh, yes, Remdesivir uh, is bad. Glad you still pulled through. Yeah, I see. I told you. <laughs> I, they almost, they, it was like they were trying to kill him because it was, he knew. They, he tried to go to the hospital four times and they kept refusing him. And I was like, oh my Lord, I give me the phone. Let me scream at whoever keeps sending you back home. I don't understand what's happening. Until he was so unbelievably sick, they had to admit him. And then started pumping him with remdesivir and oh then called gosh. me and I kept yelling at the doctors and when they called to give an update, don't you dare intubate him. And they're like, okay, but he has to start breathing. And I was like, okay, he'll start breathing. Just leave him alone. You know, like it was so nuts. It was so nuts, but I had no doubt that God wasn't going to kill you. And he says that she loves that. That's awesome. Thank you, Mindy. Um, one last thing I want to make sure and address, and this isn't because I'm some wonderful Christian person or a wonderful person. But I, I spent so much time focusing on what was happening with my family and praying for my family, praying for you, praying for the oh. doctors, praying for nurses. And oddly enough, in my, in my normal being, in my normal flesh, I'm fairly self-centered. I know no. that you, no, you've never, you didn't know that? No. <laughs> wow. That's such a revelation. No. I know. I find it odd too. I'm sitting there. I got I out of there going, oh my gosh, the whole time I was in the hospital, I, did, I forgot to pray for myself. But you see, <laughs> you see how that works? But I've, I want to say that this is, you took it was the you. work of God. It was the work of the Holy Spirit. He's your rear guard. Oh, and uh, I mean, there may have been a time I said, you know, I really would love to see my daughter get, you know, my daughters get married. I would really love, and I, yeah. and I want them to have a strong father. I want them to have a healthy father. So I guess on a, on a little bit, it, it was praying for myself, but it was because I wanted them not to go through life without a father, yeah. an earthly father. They have God. Um, but, um, and I wanted to get to know Zara better. It, I just got to know Zara. I just met her. Right. <laughs> and I go, I don't even know who this, this, this little girl is. Um, but it really, I mean, it's so important. I think to remember that, that, that our, our prayers can become self-centered. Um, and that is in our flesh. In my flesh, I'll just pray for myself. I want a new car. I want more money. Jackpot, I want, Jesus. I want, to, I want uh, you know, I want things. Yeah, but uh, it's so important to, um, to remember that, that uh, your prayers for others will be answered. And in turn, God will keep his hand of covering over you uh, when necessary. Oh, Amen. Is that a revelation? So happy that I made this error. <laughs> that God led me to this place. You want a you want a cookie? <laughs> yes, I already have God's glasses. Give me some of God's cookies. Uh, what comes to you? Anything? Coming? Yeah, I um, I had a very amazing, wonderful encounter for any of our listeners that are students of Pastor Jack Hibbs. Uh, so I I met Pastor Jack early on when I started attending the church and asked for his spiritual covering. We were introduced by. Um, somebody at Salem who was uh, working on a um, the release of my ministry, and and they were a um, attendee of the church. And so when I went to see him, 
and I asked for a spiritual covering with he, which he so graciously uh, agreed to provide. Uh, a couple of weeks later, I went to a doctor and I got a very, very frightening diagnosis of precancer, um, uh, cervical cancer. And I just sat down and started praying and I didn't cry. I just, the Lord, I was like, no way, not now, not now. We are not doing this now. I am not getting cancer treatment. I am not stopping the ministry for some stupid disease. You are going to remove this disease. You know what I mean? Like this, we, this is not happening. I do not accept this sickness. And uh, it went on like that. Like I was talking to God and pleading, but very like, I believe you can get, you can get rid of this. So we're going to get rid of this, right? We're, we're, we're not doing this right now. And he, uh, and I believed it and I believe, and I received it. And then he advised me, he's like, go see pastor Jack, have him pray over you. Wow. And, um, I called him and we met and, um, Jim was with us and I told him, I said, this is what happened. And I, I, can you just pray over me because I, I'm not accepting this. And he's like, great. Either am I. And so he prayed over me and, um, it was uh, I had a, I went back, repeated the test, uh, one month later, gone, <laughs> like literally gone, like literally gone, sit, normal test back mm. from precancerous, go get biopsies here, you know, run around uh, like a circus clown to gone. Wow. Yes. And so, so it, with that, I'm so sorry. No, it's just, it's just that. It, one, it's the it's belief and the anointing of those uh, that have the power to pray and transmit God's healing power to you mm -hmm. and um, belief, belief that God will do it and, and faith that God will do it. And being, and I was in a place where I was aligned with God. Like I knew I was on this road. I mean, had he given my, me cancer, that would have been a whole different discussion. I would have had to figure out where, because I know there's a lot of faithful people that have gotten very debilitating diseases, including at the, at the church we've, we attend. Um, but I just felt like I was so in alignment with where God needed, wanted me to be that that was, that was from the devil. I was like, God, are you going to let me be subject to this devil right now? Because I don't think I understand when I deserve it to like, you know, spank me. But I this I don't think I deserve right now. And um, took it out. That's awesome. You talk to God like that. <laughs> I do. God, really? <laughs> I, I do. I do. He's a he's a counselor, the advocate, the prince you. of peace. He knows you. Jehovah Rapha, he is the great right. physician. And he says, you two are cute. They <laughs> <laughs> got my ad. Glad I discovered you, you too, Pastor Jack. We are too. Thank you, Mindy. We appreciate that so much. Uh, and she says, amazing. Thank you, uh, Lord. So amazed. Thank um, you. So um, like Mindy, comment. Let us know what you think. Let us. I mean, you don't have to talk about us and tell us how cute we are. Uh, but you can talk about how great God is in your life and if You've had that same experience. But I wanted to ask you, because you, we, we brought up Pastor Jack's uh, praying over you and the, the miraculous uh, uh, you know, 
gift that God gave you. Um, Does it need to be somebody like, I I know what you just described as somebody that has this connection, but does it need to be that person? Does it need to be, do you do people that are sick need to find you need a person with a gift, pastor Jack's, you need somebody with a gift. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I've been praying over my knee, kind of like what Pastor, <laughs> like what uh, Smith Wigglesworth says. And I go, last night, I, I had my hand on my knee for like 45 minutes. Going, devil, get out of my knee. <laughs> devil, get out of my knee. And praying, God, please, Lord, push that devil out and just, you know, just heal my knee. And um, I did that. Uh, and then I didn't want to move. I didn't want to even stand up because I was going, I'm just, right now it feels really good. So I'm hoping that it worked and I stood up and That's it still hurt. Oh, and I was going, dang it. Well, so in the Bible, the Lord says, when you are ill, have the elders anoint you with oil. Mm. So it doesn't say pray on yourself. It says, go to the elders and have them pray over you and anoint you with Smith oil. Smith did it yesterday. That's what so <laughs> I was following Smith. So it's, it's important to go to somebody with the healing gift mm. Um, doesn't have to be a famous, amazing pastor, but it, it should be somebody that you know has the gift. You know, I start playing, it starts playing games with my head too. I start overthinking it. Like, please devil, get up. Oh my gosh, am I being selfish asking? Should I be asking for something else? And then my head starts, then I get lost in the prayer and they come, oh wait, no, I'm supposed to be praying for my knee, not having all these other thoughts. That's do you do that? No? Well, Are you I mean, pretty focused I- on your prayer? I, I can start saying a prayer and I go, oh my gosh, am I going to be late for picking do I need shoot? What do we need at the grocery store? Oh yeah, I forgot to talk. Does that ever happen to you? That happens to me if I'm meditating, if oh. I'm trying to absorb God, but usually not if I'm praying <laughs> because I try to get the prayer done quickly, so I don't get distracted. But it's when I sit uh, with God yes. that I start doing the grocery list thing. Oh yeah, I start thinking about you know. I get this After trash can. Today's trash day. <laughs> All that stuff. Hey, uh, I forgot that the scripture reading today is fairly long. So let's get to that. It's uh, the story. It's the parable of the talents, folks. Matthew 25, 14 through 46. So for the kingdom of heaven, it, sorry, Matthew. Oh, you said it already. Yeah. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one, he gave five talents to the other two and to another one to each according to his own ability and immediately went on his journey. Then he who had received the five talents went on and traded them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug into the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants returned and came to settle accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents and I've gained five more beside them. His Lord said, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. And look, I gained two more beside them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping what you have not sown and gathering what you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And I went and I hit your talent into the ground. Look, there it is. What is yours? 
But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew I don't reap what I reap, what I have not sown and gather what I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money at least with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him with the 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, he will sit on his throne of glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides sheep and goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you as a stranger and take you in or naked or clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to the one of the least of my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left hand, depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. See, that's not very friendly. That's not sweet Jesus. No, that's like savage Jesus. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you didn't take me in. I was naked and you didn't clothe me, sick and in prison and you didn't visit me. Then they will similarly answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick in the prison and did not minister to you? Then we answer them, surely I say to you, in as much as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous will inherit eternal life. There's so much. Yes. There. This is what the beginning is what Jack describes as biblical stewardship, the importance of doing well with what God gives you, not wasting his money on debauchery or even just worldly lust, excess, wasting it on excess. Like I need three cars. I need very expensive clothes. I, you know, whatever it may be that we just are good stewards of what he gives us. And we give it in his service. So not just regular tithing to a church, but what are we giving of our talents to <laughs> his service? Even if it's not physical money, if we're short on physical money, are we giving our talents, our service? Um, but the importance of, of doing acts of charity, like the Lord says it straight up. If you walk by poor people and do not feed them or do not clothe them or do not visit the prisoners, I will judge you for that. That's what's that song? I forget who sings the song that, you know, how do you know that that homeless man isn't Jesus? Oh, I don't know. There's a song. I forget what her name is. But um, have you ever thought about that? Have you ever think that maybe it's Jesus is sitting there that wanted to see <laughs> Well, the Bible says, be careful, uh, be careful in your interactions with strangers because you might be entertaining angels. Mm. Oh, I think that all the time. So every time I meet somebody, I'm like, oh, 
You wait and see if they're still there when you go back. I thought that about the African lady that was on the floor. I was like, I wonder if she'll be there when I get back. Um, so yeah, that, that's a fun game I play. Yeah, <laughs> trying to decide if that's Maybe what I was the only one. But I forget the name of that song. If, if you're watching and you know uh, or listening and you know the uh, the song that I'm referring to, it's like a it's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't think of the name. It's uh, very clearly she's saying that that per, that homeless person could be God. Hmm. And it's not a it's not a worship song as far as I no I, I don't know if I've ever heard that it's God hmm. I know the Bible references that it's an angel but who knows? interesting all right we have Luke oh did you want is there something else no there were, actually there was one other thing just on a little side note I think it's interesting that uh, the sheep are on the right and the goats are on the left conservative Christians are quite often on the right it's always the <laughs> the the holy right side is God. always the right right hand right. of God and I just love that so when I see it I go yes. We're the right. I'm on the right. <laughs> All right. Luke 4, 38 through 39. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. Jesus, we're referring to. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made a request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and served them. And I, I just think it's so interesting that that's, that's what happened. After she, after she was sick, deathly and, ill, and deathly she came ill, in. and she goes, "All right, uh, who wants something to eat? Let me uh, let me uh, bring you something to eat." Women of the de- women of old. Yes. All right. Anything from this uh, mistaken um, devotional that we did today? No. Or anything that comes to you? I think um, we talked a lot about healing and. Yeah, and again, just want to remind everybody: if you get a chance to uh, comment, like Mindy has, uh, right, right here. Which she says, amazing. Thank you, Lord. So amazed. Um, just as there's something that comes to you, or maybe you want to tell us how you found us or came across our our broadcast, uh, it's great to hear from you. And to hear from, especially where you're watching from. So, Mindy, where are you uh, watching from? I, you, I, um, I know you are a follower of Pastor Jack, but that doesn't mean you live in Chino Hills, obviously. Yeah. Um, you could be anywhere in the world. Um, so, last night we have our Bible study on Monday nights. It's uh, yes. I'm new to it. Uh, gone once or twice before one week uh, one week before i had gone and uh, it's always a, a new adventure going and wondering what's going to happen when you go in these groups and what the dynamics are and what the chemistry is between people and that kind of stuff absolutely and this uh again this is different too each bible study i found has its own personality sure itself and this one has a lot of worship yes in the sense that they use it between activities activities thank mm-hmm. you and I, I, you know, I'm actually, it grew on me. The first time I wasn't too sure. It seemed a little. And that's what he, he, he opened the discussion with that. Uh, I know some of you sit there with your eyes closed going, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I went, it, it didn't really connect. I thought, well, it's a nice little break. It's almost like a commercial between the show. <laughs> oh, like, it should you know, not be that. <laughs> The songs are good. I know all the songs are really good. And I, and I spent most of my time the first time thinking, this is chair is uncomfortable. That refrigerator is really loud. Am I supposed to have my eyes open or closed? And I'd open my eyes. Is, am I the only one with my eyes closed? I spent the whole time between those three Aww. songs all, having Shnuggums. all these discussions. Yeah. Okay. And then, much like when I pray. <laughs> but yesterday, man, the scripture uh, that was read about love doesn't keep track and, and please share with me first what, corinthians first, 13 
Love doesn't oh. keep a counter wrong. It does not envy. It does not boast. Love is yes. kind. Love is patient. Yes, that one. Yes. And uh, which is so funny because I actually have that written down somewhere. Yes. Uh, and, it's your favorite verse. Yes. <laughs> and I still can't remember. Um, I'm horrible. Just so you know, it's not that I don't love God. I have a lousy memory for anything that involves numbers. So last night, though, get back to the, my point, is that I spent every second and I didn't fade off trying to because God says, you need this right now. You need, I need you to know what this really means. Because you, he goes, Andy, he's like, tell me, Andy, I know now you feel, you understand what love is. That this entire time, you're 50, you're 60 years on this planet. I just realized I just turned 60. You're 60 years on this planet. You've never known <clears throat> love like you know love now. And he was trying to, he's trying to show me. And I spent the entire time, we were there, what, an hour and a half? Mm -hmm. something like that but most of that time was him showing me piece by piece here look at this look at this look at your your wife's relationship with her father look what what look at all these points that he was sharing with me look uh, at this do you see how this so how this fades away everything else fades away the money <sighs> the, the the even the, the the maybe the disappointment from time to time right that all fades away mm. in true love Yes. And where you don't have love, it sticks like, oh, yeah, that person. So, you know, my life is so much easier with, <laughs> when they're not around, you know, that that yeah. sticks. But when you have the love of God, the love that God has given you to feel towards somebody else, when it's real, it that is different. Everlasting and everlasting. Everything else fades away. Yes. And so he shared that with me. And then he shared with me our love and what just had recently happened, the difference in other relationships where I said I love somebody, it didn't matter that I loved them. When this thing happened, I didn't love them anymore. <laughs> that love that love faded away. Our love has shown me it's different in that those same things that occurred that would have occurred in other relationships, it didn't affect my love for you. It didn't change anything. It actually made it easier to understand why certain things were happening and to be open to some of the things you said. And then understand some of the things that were said were probably just said, you know, out of anger and to not hold on to it, that it should fade away. All that? that happened during that hour and a half. So it, anyway, just really quickly that God was showing me his love really by showing me what love meant. <laughs> just a minute. Just a second. Yes, that's it. I'm done. Uh, no, that's beautiful. Well, I... I'm I'm so glad you shared the difference the first time and the second time because so what's really special about this group is um during the worship they use that time the worship the second time they use it to walk around and minister to one another check in pray over each other and so two of the brothers came over and said Andy can we pray for you and um asked me to put my hand on him as well and what was what he said um, to come to God uh, in worship? That, that, that connection between you and the Lord in worship was what the Lord was calling you to. Like, come to me and let me speak to you. And that's what you would experience, which was quite different than the first time, even though you had revelation during the first time too. Yeah. But I think that Not that's like the, right. 
incredible. But the message that the guys were giving to you from the Lord was uh, come to me in worship and in praise. And there's a completely different um, experience. And, and, and I know you, you say it in jest, but he made, and he makes fun of me because right now I'm in um, a stage of spiritual warfare. I'm in, I'm in, in battle flux. mode. In flux. And so I play worship music, every music, or basically as often as I can, loud. And I want it to resonate in the home. I want it to resonate in my heart. I sing it out. I dance it out. Um, and Andy's like, oh, well, you couldn't hear me because your music was so loud. I'm like, it's not music. I'm in worship. Like, it's, it's literally trying to get us both in the headspace of realizing that we fight on our knees. We fight in worship. Mm-hmm. Our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but spiritual and mighty for pulling down strongholds of evil forces in the heavenly realm. So it's not with a sword of iron. It's with the sword of the spirit. Wow. Love that. Just love that. <laughs> Thank you. That's so cool. Minnie's watching from Colfax, North Carolina. Right. Discovered Pastor Jack during the pandemic. Something good came from it. Yes. You know what? I, I share that with so many people that the pandemic was one of the best things that happened, <laughs> that happened to me. We never would have met. To a lot met. of people. To a lot of people, I yes, think. Never would have met. I never would uh, There's so much. I never would have discovered what was going on in our schools. I never would have gotten involved in the schools like I am now and, and realized that God has left our schools. And has taken his hand the building. He's, he's taken his covering off the schools and says, "You guys need to straighten this stuff out." And uh, and, yeah, and, bring, and and he's working, right? We're, yes. we're seeing some very strong if my Christians uh, coming into our, you know, that are going to be, they will be elected. If my things. believers were to repent and turn to me, I would be gracious to forgive them. So much goodness came out of it, uh, Mindy, for sure. I, I I'm so grateful uh, for the opportunities that God has brought our way. And yes. brought us together. It's so, so good. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> Todd. Hi, Todd. Speaking of candidates that are coming up that are Christians, strong Christians, and, and are going to bring our schools back to God is Todd Frazier. Um, I hope it's okay that I mentioned that. Yeah. No, I asked Leandra yesterday because, yeah, Todd, I'm writing my article <laughs> and you guys are my ending paragraph. Yes. You and Rich are my ending paragraph. So, host. yes. So I asked Leandra, is this public? Am I allowed to share? Uh, Todd is one of our candidates for the school board. Yeah, and amen. Open our eyes to what is really happening around us. Absolutely. The, it it's was, a great shaking. It was it, an awakening it, for a whole lot of stuff. I, I wouldn't call it a gift, but I think it's a result of, of God lifting his hand of covering. And he says, here, I'll, I'll, you guys want to do all this stuff in California? You want the, you want Sodom and Gomorrah? In, uh, to, yeah. In, in California, it is right now, it equals Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, and, and he basically <laughs> was telling us, yeah. the lazy Christians... Okay, you don't want to do anything about it. You think it's somebody else's responsibility? Just, just wait. You know, until we will turn around and we look at each other. We're like, oh, what's happening? Yes. Like Scooby Doo. Like yes. what happened? Yes. You know, it's and it's almost like, what are you going to do? Here, I'm lifting my hand. You guys, yeah. it's all on you. And wow. man, we, you go ahead, elect uh, that, that the administration. Uh, go ahead. Um, you know, put back in oh the incumbents. Gosh. Just let them just continue doing all that great yes. stuff they're doing. Now let's see what kind of Christians you are. Yeah. Let's see how if you if you will wake up. Remnant rising. 
Remnant Rising. Wow. Um, I want to go back. And Todd says, and he gave them over to their depravity. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, Todd, for sure. And Mindy totally agrees. That's awesome. I mean, that's not awesome that you that we have <laughs> that we're in this place, but uh, yeah, better late than never. Yeah, you know, it's California is is the worst. It is the worst. I mean, we have this uh, recent. I brought it up. Uh, I think the other day. I forget the um, the number. A B. Oh, I have it on my phone. Oh, the post birth death. Yeah, up to thirty oh my days, God, folks. and and even the woman that was talking this about this is so decrepit. That was talking about um, AB two two three. Is it? It's no, uh, AB2098. Oh, no, that's for spreading misinformation from doctors. So that's the other thing. The doctors can't tell the truth about, you know, the, the, the treatments. Their opinions on their the opinions. treatments for yeah, the big they, C. Their license will be removed. So that's AB2098. But the other one is AB2223. You're right. Legalizing infanticide. In infant side. Killing babies that are born. This is in California. This is what our leadership wants. Because they're infants. They're not people. They're infants. And I was like, so then why can't we kill our 15-year-olds? I mean, you know, oh, they're not adults. They're, are they humans yet if, until they're adults? Yeah. Apparently infants aren't humans anymore. It, it, it's, they're literally moving the marker for what is human, what is alive. And it's just, oh, my goodness. And this is how you get people that they're, they're willing to act stupid like this justice when she's asked what a woman is and says i don't know i can't define it and when does life start i don't know but it's not stupid she's not a stupid woman but they, they it's act intentional and intentional or they they're willing to, to pretend that they don't know i don't think she's pretending she doesn't know what i'm saying my mm. point is she's purposely doing that so there is no line so she can pass things like infant side because to her, depopulation, maybe she's part of that whole Gates movement where depopulation is a good thing. And so she's like, there is no line. I don't know what it is, and neither does anybody else. Because I'm a Supreme Court justice, and if, if there was a clear definition, I would know it. So the fact that I don't know it means there is no line. When you erase the line, then anything's, then you start passing legislation saying that infants aren't humans. Right. That's not murder. And I was like, so then can we kill our toddlers? Can you kill a toddler? At what point does the infant become a person you can't you can't kill? In the in the time that this will happen, and I, I'm not hoping it'll happen. I'm not I'm not wishing it upon anybody. But the time that we then, as a police officer of 21 years, when I had a case, and when I was a, a detective, we have a case where a woman was killed and she was pregnant. It was two homicides. Right, two homicides. So what now? Uh, say the baby she just gives birth. The baby's two weeks old. The, the, the intruder kills the mother and the baby. That's one homicide. Yeah. Because that thing is a blob. Yeah. What in the world is <laughs> happening? It's really it's gone, mad. It's really gone mad. mad. I'm laughing at the absurdity, not laughing at the circumstance. And didn't you say also that you think that that's they're passing that. So the women who leave the babies in the dumpsters yeah. don't get charged with yeah. a it's, negligent it's, homicide it's, or whatever. Yeah, Because they don't, I mean, they want to, they want to, obviously they, they love legalized abortion. And they just want to take it that, you know, there's some women that just decide after birth that and they don't want the baby and they want to make it okay that they put them in the dumpster and the baby dies. And I think they or, also want to harvest tissue, yeah, well, you know, stem cell organs, all those things. So the easier it is to kill um, defective or unnecessary humans um, by redefining what they are, gives mm -hmm. them access to the organ trafficking.
Hmm. Yeah, Kate watching from Australia. I'm looking. Hi, Kate. I'm loving this. Thank, Thank you, you, Kate. Kate. I'm, I'm sure you're not loving how we're ending here, which is a very dark area, but we have Sorry. to talk about it. There's no way that we can't talk about God and talk about how important it is for us to be strong Christians. Against and then what it is we need to do. We, we can't be Christians and sit at home and do nothing. That's not what God has, God has called us to do. God has called us to stand up against these Salt things. God has called Todd to run for school board. God has called us to not sit around. That's what the pro that's why we're in this problem. That's why God lifted his hand because Christians sat and did nothing. They went to church on Sunday, went home and went into celebrating Easter, painted some eggs. <laughs> yes. Got a tree. Yes. What I love about what is happening is that we're seeing a um uh, not a not a resurrection. What's the word I'm looking for? We're a rising. Uh, uh, no, a, 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 an an awakening of our church. Yeah, an awakening. It is a resurrection. Church. They were dead. <laughs> Some of them were dead. You might be right. <laughs> yes, you might be right. Uh, but um, yes, wake up. I've I've so much lately laid into people that have sat back and said, "Well, I don't have a cross behind me on these Zoom calls at work because it it upsets people, <laughs> and I don't have an American flag." Like, like we don't have, we have an American flag and we have the second amendment behind us. Uh, and the people, if somebody, there's a few people that I know if they had to do a zoom call with business, they would remove those things. They would remove the word love and faith behind them because it would offend somebody. Screw that. <laughs> Screw that. Put that. I know that's not very Christian, but put those things back up. Don't be weak. Put them up. God is. Has well, it's funny hands. because uh, Andy and I oh, are telling sorry. people we were having a, a, a struggle with a uh, uh, home yes. uh, where we're going to live. And we went into this house and I didn't know, uh, you did not pick up on it till later, but it was very faithful Muslim person's house. Mm -hmm. And I have this cross on my neck um, that's this big. And when I walked in, before I walked in, because I knew by his name that he was a Muslim and I knew it was for sale by owner. So it wasn't going to be a broker. It was going to be, um, the, the owner. And I thought to myself, should I take my cross off? Because if we start to chit chat, he'll probably quickly figure out that I, I must be a convert. Uh, and I thought to myself, and I, I literally, I didn't tell you this, but the whole drive over there, I had this whole conversation with the Holy Spirit saying, oh, I do. And, and, and the Lord did not respond to me in this oh. conversation. He's just kind of looking at me like, uh, I really think you need to make a judgment call here and I'm not giving you the answer. I'm not going to, this is not a, where I'm going to give you the cheat sheet. Mm. You need, <laughs> you need to be able to answer this for yourself. Yeah. And so of course I did not take the necklace off. And I thought to myself exactly that, that, you know, we're going to go in if this is it. And he, the man doesn't like us because uh, we're Christians. Cause we made it clear. We were Christians. We told him we did a devotional and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then we don't belong in that house. Right. You know, like that that's not what God has chosen for us. So it's it's walking that's in faith, so you know? Yeah. Because we again, we can't become desperate for things and, and disavow our religion, our faith. We're no longer religious. We are faithful. Yeah. Uh, we can't. If you deny me in front of men, I will deny you in front of my father. You acknowledge Oof. me in front of men, I will acknowledge you in front of my father. So I was like, I'm not taking off my cross <laughs> to get this guy to like me. I was like, I'd ra much rather. As desperate as we are. <laughs> as desperate as we are, because we are in a pretty desperate situation. We're but the Motel 6 pretty soon. But that's <laughs> not, but that's, but God can do it like this, right? Yeah. 
he could do it like this. Yeah. And so seek first the kingdom and the rest will be added unto you. Absolutely. Kate Mary says, walking in the light. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, Mindy was mentioning God is in people's convoy to end the emergency declaration and the bills that have popped up in California. I don't know what that is. People's convoy of the truckers. Oh. That have gone across the United States to Washington, D.C. I, I think they're all in Washington, D.C. by now. I'm not sure exactly. We're so distracted. Perfect timing with Ukraine, right? Let's put all of our focus on Ukraine and we'll ignore Such the large folks. numbers. We'll, we'll ignore the millions of people that are coming across our southern border. We'll ignore this AB 2223, the infocyte. We will ignore. Because we will ignore we, that cat We have to focus on, a, on two countries in another part of the hemisphere. And that, that there's no cat food. And there's the no markets. cat food. I mean, like, you don't understand, like, the weirdest things are happening, folks, and they're distracting us with these very Ukraine, gruesome apparently. pictures of Ukraine. Yes. And it's a very tragic thing that's happening to them. But um, there are so many things that are happening in our world right now that, that people just are not paying attention to, especially yeah. in this country. I realize so, we're going long. I mean, usually we go 30 minutes and so we're at 53 minutes. But uh, I want to ask Mindy, Kate And Mindy's saying uh, we should speak at their rally. And so I don't know if you know anybody, Mindy, at the People's Convoy, but we would love to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we'll drive out there to do it, too. I was wondering so. if Kate Murray, uh, Kate Mary, I want to say Kate Murray, but it's Kate Mary. Um, in Australia, are, are things improving? I, I believe that there is uh, a North and South Australia, which I did not know before. Yes, absolutely. One of them is really locked down like communist Marxists. Yes, they're down. like two separate countries. And then you have another one that's, that's free. That's free. Um, and I was wondering if... Uh, how Kate is and where she is and if that's confirmed. Um, Mindy says. They are in Hagerstown, Massachusetts uh, right now. And they found out about the COVID bills in California and they're, and they're outraged and decided to head back to California. Oh, good. <laughs> so just turning it around. It, I wonder in some ways if also they're saying, Hey, let's make gas prices as high as possible. This will, this will end the convoy. They won't be able because diesel is over $6. It's never been reversed like that, where the diesel's higher than the unleaded, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Kate says she's in the free part. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Because things were very dark. It was like Canada. Canada was oof, yeah. oofa. You're saying that past tense. They're free now? Well, they they've, are less. Not less free, but less uh, less of a lockdown, and they've lifted much of the lot much of the and I, I I feel compelled suddenly to say, as we approach um, much more difficulty and potential persecution against Christians, take what happens in other countries and uh, things that happen against enemies of the state seriously for your own life. In other words. When we saw what Trudeau did to the truckers and freezing their bank accounts, your first reaction, and this is what Andy and I always do, and that I think it's a law enforcement mentality because we're always looking for patterns in practice because that's criminal behavior, but um, is you should think to yourself, wow, what would happen to me if they froze my bank account? Hmm. So that you have in your mind contingency plans for such an event. And it's and some of those contingency plans are uh, running an, uh, an LLC, running a business that has a different tax ID. Uh, 
that literally just came to me. But yeah, um, so making sure that you don't hold money in only one um, tax ID number, because that's how they track them is by tax ID numbers, uh, keeping cash, and just just basically taking certain things like that, the lack of food in the grocery stores. Oh, wow, do I have emergency supplies? I should keep emergency, emergency supplies. Just little things like that, not because God isn't always watching out for us, but because there's uh there's degrees of suffering mm -hmm. you don't want to be suffering really bad if you didn't have to you know like if, you, if you're able to be prepared and you get to go through the zombie apocalypse at least with some food and some cash and something to barter with it's better than um having to beg on the streets for other people right. to help we have to realize that much of this uh is 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 their way of controlling Right. One of the reasons why right. conservatives, uh, Christian conservatives are the focus is because they know that we have one God. Our leader is God and they want to be our leader. They don't like that we believe in, in a greater power than them. They want to be the greater power. Yes. And so much of this is, I know it sounds like we're political, but it's, it's very much an attack on Christianity and uh, those of us that have faith. And so you have to understand that this is not going to get better. Your life is not going to get better. And I love what uh, I think it was Pastor Mark said the other day, or one, one of the pastors said that uh, when you became Christian, it didn't mean that your life was going to get better. Oh, it was, uh, it was uh, Chris, easier. Chris Ward. That your it, life's going to get easier. It's not going to get easier. Uh, it's uh, it's going to get harder. And, uh, and please uh, understand that, that uh, this is a fight. And uh, we, we're only a year and we're only one year and a few months into this administration. And, and do, oh, well, we can impeach uh, 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 Biden when uh, the new uh, Congress members and senators get in. Yeah, but look who we have next. She's worse. Yeah. She and I mean, I <laughs> it, worse, so. the latest move on their part, which is what I'm writing my article on this week, is to block the funding of the charter schools. Mm -hmm. So it's like a chess game. We we move one piece. They move one piece. Yep. We move one piece, they move one piece. And so the latest counterpunch to the parent right, the parental rights movement, which is us, is this conglomeration of like hippie anti-vaxxers and libertarians and conservatives and Christians who otherwise probably wouldn't ever, ever talk to each other. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the, the attack on charter schools, putting in increased restrictions, demanding diversity, demanding an outline of why there is a need for the school if the public school attendance is low, like they have to prove need in a jurisdiction not based on their wait list but based on occupancy in the public school who's going to be able to meet that standard off uh, public schools are empty right now because of this nonsense yeah. that they've done i think we're but, down something like two thousand students just in the last century up on the school yeah district. every school district in the country is like yeah. that right now and so that's their way of again restricting christian schools restricting schools that are outside of their purview of indoctrination and manipulation and so uh, this is a fight. Yep. Anything that can't control, anything the devil can't control, he wants to crush it. And it doesn't want it to be, what doesn't want it to exist. Yep. So if, if there's going to be a charter school, they want to control it. Yeah. If they, if they can't, they, they haven't wanted it, but they, they see that they aren't able to stop that. So now they want to control it. Yes. So there we go. Love your article, by the way. You read that to me and I go, wow, that was amazing thank That's you a really good article look for it it'll be out um thursday right yes today's tuesday all right my friends i'm sorry we have to end this we're going on an hour I, we could talk about this all day long uh, but we will um, save some of it for tomorrow 
uh kate says family against family too over jobs jabs over jabs yes, yes. over jabs absolutely yes oh, i don't know gosh. how many times i could tolerate my mom asking me i don't know if it's because she forgets or she wants to kind of make me do it but my doctor who i love my doctor you know that i love my doctor yes i think i i just he was like just like on me he goes what's with you cops that you won't get a, a vaccine Go, doctor, you know nothing about natural immunity. Are you telling me that you've put away all of the science, all of the bio biology right. and the, the what you learned about viruses that you're not willing to look at natural immunity? You've completely ignored that? He goes, just get the jab. I mean, just get the shot. He didn't say jab. We say the jab. <laughs> he said, just get the vaccine. Because you're like my brother. He won't get it either. Doctor. Control. What's wrong with you? Control. Oh. Okay. So thank you guys. One last thing. Oh, yes. Um, we would be so blessed and honored if you'd be willing to check out this podcast. We're on the Edify Podcast Network. Uh, subscribe and um, show your love. It's absolutely free. Thank you. This is how. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Absolutely. All right, my Thank friends. You. Uh, we love you guys. God bless and uh, share this with uh, anybody you think that needs to hear it. That would be awesome too. Yes. That, that's really helpful. Thank you for your support. Yes. God bless. God bless. Bye. Okay, bye.